What You Missed on Weekend Mornings with Jason Dacey. It's the Fit World segment here on Money FM 89.3. We're going to talk about netball with the Singapore team preparing for the M1 Asian Netball Championships taking place from the 1st to 9th of September at the OCBC Arena right here in Singapore. Would like to welcome Singapore netball coach Natalie Milicic and also one of the players, one of the veteran players, even though she's young, Akila Andin. Welcome to Weekend Mornings, guys. Good morning. Thank you. So let's look at the team and how it's looking at the moment, uh, Natalie. It's, uh, obviously, it's every two years we have the Asian Championship. Singapore were third last time out. You've been in the job coming up to 12 months now. What are Singapore's chances like in the Asian Championship? Uh, look, we're going to make sure that we become performance based um, and directed rather than it just being the outcome. So we would love to make that final and get into the top two. That's our goal. So that's our, as I say, that's our first focus. Okay. And of course, uh, Akila, you're around 22 years of age, but you've been on the scene for, what, five, six years now. You've got 55 caps. You know what it's like to, I guess, taste glory at this level and also suffer disappointment. What do you feel about the chances of the team when you look at some of the, the new members coming in? Yeah, I think we are a pretty new team, but for us, we have a really um, wide dynamics of play. And this team is quite interesting, and I'm actually excited for us to be competing in this uh, M1 Asian Netball Championship. So for us, it's just taking one game at a time and just um, work uh, work hard and really play our best for every game. Okay, yeah, it's just one game at a time at any uh, kind of elite level. But Natalie, uh, five ch- new players coming in. I think can you tell us a bit about some of the players that are freshening up the squad? Yeah, so we've gone for a, a bit of height in our shooting circle, and with that has come youth. So we've had to spend a lot of time trying to build those combinations down that attacking end, just to get those young shooters up to up to speed, really, and understand what you know, that step up into high performance netball is all about. And then we've got a couple of new players in our defensive end as well. So, you know, Sindhu is is new into that defensive line, but just absolutely uh, a dynamic young player as well. And then in our midcourt, we've got Aisha, who's, uh, you know, she's one of those players that really lifts your team at those moments that you need someone to get that well intercept, then she'll, she'll do that for us. So, yeah, there's a, a change in all areas of the court with the young ones that have come in. And looking at the strengths uh, and weaknesses of this squad, what would you say the, you know, the, the best part of the squad is and what are the areas to improve? So I think the the exciting thing is these young players, you know, they bring in that passion and they've certainly got that desire to want to do well for their country, especially when it's their first time here. So what those young players have done is, as I say, they've changed the culture for us and, you know, they've certainly given us that injection of excitement back into the team. So that would be the first thing is to, you know, you know, make them feel very comfortable in this environment. What we need to work on, as I say, is just one step at a time. Like Key has said, you know, just making sure that we do do not overthink where we need to be by the end of the week. Mm. It's making sure that we are ticking off those boxes as we go through the week and building so that when we get to those important games that we're ready for that. Well, obviously, Akila, home court advantage is going to count for a lot there at the uh, OCBC Arena at the lovely Sports Hub. But when we look at uh, some of the other big opponents uh, for Singapore, who are going to be the, the difficult teams to beat? Um, the whole um, the whole thing that, I mean, we all think that every country that's coming in, they are going to be uh, a challenge for us because uh, each team brings a different type of play. So for us... Um, I mean, it has been uh, every year, like when these Asian champs are 
happen mm-hmm. uh, is always going to be Sri Lanka, Malaysia, Hong Kong, even Thailand and Brunei. They are getting better. Mm-hmm. So we have more teams to watch out and also to just play our best. Yeah, yeah. That seems like that every Asian nation is getting stronger mm-hmm. every year and uh, you know getting more technical with uh, sports science and everything else. But uh, Natalie, last time out was Sri Lanka beating Malaysia in the final. So how are the Sri Lankans looking this time out? Uh, so we were lucky enough to tour Sri Lanka just on a month ago. And so it's given us an opportunity to look at their strengths and know what we need to work on to try and cut them down in some of those areas. So, you know, they've got the tallest shooter in the world with their Sri Lankan shooter. She's 2.06 metres tall. So wow, that's when we're giant. One, <laughs> when we're 176, there's a little bit of a difference there. So, yeah. you know, we've got to come up with strategies that will get ball before it gets down to their shooter. Mm. Uh, and, yeah, so we're just lucky enough, as I say, to have had that experience and we only lost to them by two in the final in Sri Lanka. So, you know, we know, as I say, the areas that we can improve on. We've certainly looked at that game, uh, you know, a number mm. of times to not only look at how we can stop her, but how we can uh, look at improvements in our attacking end as well. And, of course, there's yeah. a lot at stake. The top two from the Asian Championships will qualify for the World Championships, which will be held in Liverpool next July. So. Yeah. That's a, a lot. A top two is a minimum, I guess, for you guys. It is, and that's our first goal, is mm. to make sure that we do make that final. And hopefully, you know, what happens from there will take care of itself. But, you know, to get there, as I say, we definitely need to be thinking about performance in every game. Mm. Akila, mm. Malaysia is always a big rival at every sport that Singapore plays in, uh, of course, in football and everything else. What about the Malaysians? How are they looking this time out? For what I know, um, the, mm. the team is looking really strong. Uh, they got some of the players uh, from the SEA Games in 2017. Mm-hmm. They won the gold medal yes. in SEA Games. So they brought some of the older players to play for the M1 Asian Netball Championships. And they also brought some of the younger ones too. So the team uh, is looking quite strong. Um, but I think it's going to be a good challenge for us. Right. And Natalie, you've been here roughly a year in this role. How have you found it uh, so far when you look back on the scene, uh, the netball scene here, the passion for the sport? You know, you come from New Zealand, which is a a netballing hub. Uh, It's really rugby for the men and netball for men and women, I guess, in in New Zealand. How's, How's the scene here? So the scene here can be quite challenging. In New Zealand, of course, and, and very similar in Australia, is the athletes are fully paid professional athletes. So mm-hmm. our challenge is being able to balance, you know, work, study, and then their sport. So that's, as I say, that's, as I say, just a change or a difference mm-hmm. between the two countries. So, you know, we just got to make sure that we look at loading and we look at different things so that players aren't getting overtired based on they are trying to balance all these things. So, mm. um, but apart from that, you know, there's no doubt that the passion is absolutely there. I mean, they're very proud to be representing Singapore. Yeah. And, you know, we just want to make sure that when we put that dress on that we are going out there and, as I say, making sure that our, our performance, that, that our, our supporters can be proud of. And what are the opportunities yeah. like for young Singaporeans growing up here for playing netball? There's yeah, a, well, a lot think, of access. Yeah, I think having brought in some of these young players shows a real pathway for some of the younger ones. And we've got five players that were in the under 21s uh, that competed at the World Cup last year mm. for oh, sorry, Asian that, Youth. Asian Youth, yes, yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, some of those players, it shows a real pathway for some of these young ones to come through. So mm. hopefully that will send a message that, you know, if you hang in there, that there will be opportunity for you. And Akila, you know, being a, you were a teenager when you came onto the national scene, compared to now, uh, how is it different to maybe when you came through? Do you think there's uh, there's more opportunities and uh, the talent and all that? Yeah, I think for now, um, uh, since like, the national team have been recruiting young players, it actually opened up more um, 
dreams and aspiration for the younger ones to actually work really hard to be in the national team. When I was in uh, the national team when I, uh, back then, 16 years old, um, there was a lot of senior players and I was probably one of the only teenager in the team. <laughs> right. So there's a, a lot generation of, gap a bit. Yeah, there's a gener- generation gap. Now mm. that um, the team um, is quite young and we actually brought down the average that's always good yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's actually um, quite interesting and it's very um, it's very inspiring for the younger ones very very inspiring yeah mm. and when you also look at other other things that are going on in, in sport in Singapore do you feel that uh, you know Singapore is becoming more of a sporting nation especially for women mm-hmm. yeah definitely now that um the government itself have been supporting um, netball f- uh, as a women's sport. They are also actually giving more funding for the, for example, the women's hockey, the women's football, which is actually uh, very good because mm. it actually um, open up the opportunities for all females in Singapore to be, become more active mm-hmm. and also to be more uh, competitive. And it just gives them the luxury of balancing your normal life and also you, ha- you have this one passion that you can pursue. That's great. And Natalie, I think that phone was one of your daughters who plays professional <laughs> water polo, pl- represents New Zealand in water polo, calling from Europe. So you know all about women being empowered to, to play sports. Yeah, look, I think that, um, you know, when you are a parent that you just want to make sure that your children are happy doing what they're doing as well. So, you know, they've had opportunity to play water polo and, you know, get that opportunity to represent their country. So we absolutely know what that, that feeling's like as a, as a mum as well. Yeah. Well, good luck to the Singapore national team. We'd like to thank Natalie Milicic, the coach of Singapore, and also Akila Andin, the young veteran with uh, 55 caps. <laughs> All the best at the M1 Asian Netball Championships, taking place uh, from the 1st to the 9th of September at the OCBC Arena. Thank you, guys. Thank, thank you very much.